Hey guys, welcome back to the Not Without Merit podcast, season 5, episode 23. I am Jake, with me is Mike. What is up everybody, and joining us as always is Ben. Hey everybody. Yes, uh, welcome back. It's, uh... Yeah, we took a week off because of uh, everything insane going on in the world, and uh, we just wanted to, you know, take 30 seconds and just say, you know, um, self-educate correct your fellow human around you be kind to your fellow human around you no matter the color look into the black lives movement that's going on right now educate yourself and um let's just be good to each other because there's too much insanity going on in the world right now with everything it's already been an insane year so let's just uh just be better people be better people. Will Ferrell said it in, what, what was it, Tropic Thunder? Everybody love everybody. Mm-hmm. It's Simple. time to, yeah, it's time to, we're all human beings. Yeah, donate your time or your money if you can either. If not, still, that's it's okay. Don't feel bad about that, you know, just like you said. just Support the movement, yeah. In be any dick. way that you can. Yeah. It's, it's easier to be nice to people than it is to be mean, so. Yeah, no kidding. It's, uh, it's not that hard. We live in a crazy enough world as it is, so we don't yeah. need more crazy on top of it. Yeah, there's, yeah. I don't know. That's that's yeah. Basically, it's a it. tough transition, <laughs> but yeah, we wanted to just say yeah. something because it it really does matter. And whether, like Mike said, whether you can do a little, nothing, or a lot, anything helps. So, just do your part. Mm-hmm. So. uh yeah, I'll I'll take that transition into all the games I will talk negatively about. Um, it's only two. Uh, first off, Agents of Mayhem that was on sale for six dollars, and I definitely understood why it was on sale for six dollars. What's that? Sucks. Um, this was from Volition, makers of Saints Row. This was their spinoff. It's not a Saints Row game, but it's a Saints Row game where you it's can tell because it was purple in the superhero world. <laughs> it was kind of like crackdown ish with all. Yeah, yeah. It, I didn't even make it out of the damn tutorial, as it seems to be my you know what I've seemed to latch onto in the last month is just a lot of games play like garbage and run like garbage. And this one did both. So I just, after an hour, I'm just like, this sucks. And I uninstalled it and I just, you know, you know what? I take a wash. Okay. When games are on. five bucks. It's like, right. That I was it too. I'm like, why. Hey, $6. Hey, sometimes you find some gems in there. You know, it's, if it's old, it's old enough game. Like this game was from four years ago it didn't sell well back then. I'm like, maybe it was one of those games that just like flew under the radar and it's like, yeah, it's a $60 game. No way. Oh, yeah, but as absolutely. a X amount of dollar game, sure, it's good. No, still, even at the $6 price point, I could not recommend that. Um, next up, the one I literally just uninstalled in the midst of the PS5 uh, gameplay, whatever well, that we will get to, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, this is my second time uh, purchasing and playing through this game, and I... Did you get any further? Um, yes, I did. I got further in less time, and apparently that is... Uh, the game doesn't like that when you were like... No, when, they when, want you to be yeah. over-leveled. Yeah, and I was not having 
a fucking lick of that. I, uh, in the 12 hours I played, there were three different times where I had to stop progressing the story and just do side missions because I was so underleveled that I could not defeat enemies and they would just destroy me. So yeah. after the third time of doing that, I'm like, you know what? Fuck this game. I does not respect my time, so I'm not going to waste any of my more time, any more of my time, and I uninstalled it. Because I'm it's like, I'm of- not doing this for another hundred hours between this and the DLCs and all that. No, I'm not doing it. It's weird because it's one of those games that, yes, it's a 60 to 80 hour game. 20 to 30 hours of it is probably padding of side quests. However, probably at least 40 to 50% of those side quests are pretty solid stories. But like you, if you want to just get through the story and do the DLC, which I've heard is very good. Right. It's, yeah, the game doesn't want you to do i guess that's what the microtransaction was there for where you could like oh yeah you can buy a permanent or something you could buy you could buy a permanent xp boost right off the right off the jump and i mean i guess that's what uh, money boost i guess that's what that's made for but i don't know i I guess i see both sides of the argument now but i still don't agree on paying for the xp i mean the, the the concept of any game forcing you to do side quests in order to progress the story, whether it's for level gating or any reason. Like, that's that's just stupid. Did it just across. get too hard? You, you should just let... If I want to play the story and do nothing else, let me play the fucking story. Yeah, it's a huge-ass game. It's not like I'm going to go back and go, well, it only took me, like, 15 hours. It's like, well, yeah, because I skipped 90% of this gigantic world. And it's just... It, I'll say this. That world is too fucking big. It's, too, it's pretty. Too, it's, it's bloated. It is. That it game is. is so fucking. It like tripled bloated. the size of Origins, which was unnecessary. And they just throw so much horseshit at you. Like right, like right then when I like finished the game, I had at least twenty quests that were all like at least twenty to thirty levels higher than me. That the game just throws at you at the beginning. And it's just like why? Why is this necessary? Why Witcher am I does that constantly? Too, I yeah, it. I have all these quests I have to scroll past over and over again. That I have not even like you can't you can't even attempt them because they're so out of your like level gap. That's, Whenever you ridiculous. buy the gold edition or super edition of a game, I wish it would. I understand it detects that you have the DLC, but I wish it would hide those quests until you were like until I can do them for them. And yeah. like, what's the point? Yeah. Witcher does it too, and it puts it on my thing, and I'm like, I, why? Like, don't 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 clutter yeah. my screen with I that. Can, and you're yeah. right with especially with Odyssey. Because of all the timed quests and all that kind of stuff, oh, that, yeah. that quest whole, oh. thing gets so cluttered. I think there's a point where like you have a limit of quests of how many you can accept. Probably and you have to start deleting yeah, some. All, all the like the the bounty yeah. board stuff. Yeah, the guy with the dailies that he has his own special currency <laughs> that you can buy stuff with, that's and the, it's just like yeah, that's like the the store currency or whatever. It's just there's it so it's and it's lot. just like. And it felt like I'm constantly, like, in the menus, like, swapping out inventory. It's like, I felt like that game did everything in its power to keep me from actually playing the fucking game. Like, it's just everything would get in my way from playing that game. And it's just, yeah, uh, they need to scale back. Assassin's Creed doesn't need to be the how many hundreds of hours of content can we cram into a game. Like, it's it hit a, it was a real nice sweet spot with uh, Black Flag. Let's, think, let's get back into that region. We don't need to be the biggest world ever with 5,000 quests and 10,000 pieces of loot and all this other bullshit. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't, how, like, they, they, they have to have the numbers and see, like, how many people actually, like, 
100% that game, or at least get in the ballpark of 100%. Like, is it, it can't be that many. I imagine half, most of the people barely finish the campaign and then probably put it down and never pick it up again. Well, it also depends on what people's budgets are. If that's your that's game true. for the month, I mean, you'll play that oh, to yeah. no end. And it's Th- an this is the content. Right. This is the equivalent of like getting RPGs when I was a kid because it's like, well, I know I can play it a fuckload. Right. And if I, yeah, if you can only afford the one game for a while, which I mean, I understand as well, but we can meet somewhere in the middle of not forcing that on me. So I can't literally, I literally can't finish your game because you put so many roadblocks in the way. And yeah, the forcing was, that seemed like a bit, I didn't have that problem, mm-hmm. but I also just played the game. But I understand not wanting to do all the side. And I did a fair that. amount. Like I, it's not like I did zero. Like any time I was, that even says worse about the game. Yeah, I was like any time I was in the vicinity of a one, I pick it up and 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 do it. It, it. That game throws so many at you where it's pretty easy to be like, no matter where you are, you were probably working towards some side quest. Like you're always in the vicinity of one. But I didn't know I had to do like just about every single fucking one I came across. I thought if I could stay pretty close to my levels but it was just every time i was always i would finish a mission and then fall behind on levels levels mean nothing in that game dude i had to be at least like two to three levels above a oh le- yeah a mission being mashed game to meaningless. be not killed yeah because yeah. that that it could be in if anything being under leveled highlights the most infuriating part i had with that game was fighting any enemy with a name oh, oh good yeah. luck hitting them i don't know 300 times before he finally fucking dies. That's why you have like, to look at their stupid uh, weakness and you have to catch them off guard oh and my, all yeah. that bullshit. Yeah, all, they're const- the all their constant you have to un- look into. All their it's unblockable stupid. bullshit, all their shit that just has these ridiculous hitboxes. Oh, it's great that I have to hit enemies about 11 times to inflict poison, but they only have to hit me once to inflict poison. That's pretty fucking cool. Oh, good. I'm starting this fight. Hey, a mercenary showed up. Oh, cool. A second mercenary showed up in a fight. Yes, that literally <laughs> happened fucking oh, today. Yeah. And I yeah, damn near they, they the right that in there. Oh, yeah. They get uh, honed in on you. It's fucking, fucking bullshit. Oh, well, so infuriating. Status effects in any Assassin's Creed game are so OP. That's why yeah. I always spec into fire and stuff. I mean, oh, yeah, I put the poison on. Just, like, even yeah. that is just like, I shouldn't have to use this, but no. I guess I'm going to. Yeah, you, yeah. The thing, the weird thing about Odyssey is they improved every part of that game except, except for the, the combat. combat. They didn't yeah. touch the combat, and it it already it shows its age. It already shows its age, and that that engine that yeah. system is only well two games old. So within the last I few hope, years, but I yeah. hope the Vikings game is a little bit more like God of War, where it's a little bit yes. more like third person action game than just spammy style yeah yeah it wasn't even person to person see but like i'll get into it when i play the batman when i talk about the games i played but even in the batman games like the combat felt good because of the way they executed it in assassin's creed when you come across it suffered from the same thing final fantasy does when you come across a million enemies one after the next after and you're doing the exact same thing over and over and over it just gets to a point where you're like i'm i'm done yeah, it was just like I was literally like every fight was just like I'm just literally tapping R1 a million times. And then I would sometimes parry because the parry in that game kind of sucks. So it, most of the time it used to be like I might as well dodge because there's no point of parrying because a dodge is I'm going to guaranteed not get hit where a parry is. I what I it seemed like it didn't matter if I parried or dodged. Like either way, like the game slows down if you do a perfect dodge, just like it does with a parry. So what the fucking difference does it make? But 
yeah, so enough talking about that Ubisoft game. I'm moving to another Ubisoft game that I'm playing and having a much better time, and that is uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Uh, another sale. Yeah, I've been like cleaning up on these sales. It's <laughs> been a perfect time, and I'm not done yet. I, I still There's have... There's no reason not to. I still have a couple games on my... I'm, I, I'm in the middle of downloading the Dishonored 2 demo right now because that is also on sale. Let me so know how, that, how much is it? It's twenty bucks. The first the first game is six. The second game is twenty. But you can is download it twenty the demo with for, all the DLC and everything for one? Yes, for two, I don't know. Okay, let me know how that is. But I'm curious because I've, I've never played one. So well, it's yeah. Stealth. Anyways, yeah, sidetracking myself back to Breakpoint. Also stealth. Um, so they finally put that immersive mode in last month, which basically made the game more like um wildlands most importantly they got rid of that stupid ass gear score which we all agreed was something that game did not (laughs) need and detracted from it greatly yes i don't need bloated inventory chasing numbers like there's plenty of there's division two already does that i don't need another game to do exactly the same thing just in a different location so go the they call it the ghost experience because it also spreads out into the difficulty the hud and everything it's actually a really cool thing because it's a completely customizable difficulty in a way that i haven't really seen in a game do before with how like ingrained it gets down into like enemy difficulty and hud and sliders and all that and the the even cooler part is when you play co-op it doesn't change anything like your difficulty is yours your teammates is his, and you're both in the same game, and you you didn't have to compromise anything. One person really can even cool play thing. with gear score while the other one yes. doesn't. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you know, like it, nothing is affected in any way, shape, or form. So that's a that's a really cool uh, thing. Other than that, basically, it's Wildlands too. It's got uh, John Bernthal. He's the big bad guy, and he he's cool. Like I like him, so that that's cool. Um, yeah, it's a, there's a story. You go around, you shoot stuff. The finding it, evidence yeah. thing is very cool. Yeah, the the like the tree of like yeah like uh, investigations and like figuring out yeah, like what the hell is going on and all the side stories and all that. Like it's it's a cool thing. I definitely the emer- the the ghost experience is what I felt this game needed to be playable and fun. The twenty dollar price tag is also. Um, where it needed to be for me as well so i'm sliding in just like i did with wildlands on the cheap and you know ben and i have been playing and jake you jumped into and i'm having a good time i'll have 20 dollars worth of fun it's gonna be one of those games where i probably only play online with friends because <laughs> i'm kind of just saving did we it to be seriously one of those. type out the exact same thing to talk about in this game <laughs> Well, it's also... well, I felt we were on the same page overall, so I'm not yeah, surprised. Yeah, I mean, you've, you've hit every damn point that I've got Thank you. down here. So it's one I mean... less game for me to talk about. All right, well, yeah. Uh, I, I figured <laughs> mo- you and I would have almost a, the exact same. It's $20 there. You didn't over, mention yeah. the price. I did mention the I did. I did, did say you? it was Damn it! Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got them all. Um, yeah, so that that's a fun one, you know. I'll keep chipping away at that. I don't know how long that game is. I'm guessing 40-ish hours, because I think that's how long Wildlands was. So, anyways, that's... I'll somehow make it 60 hours, because... Yeah, I'm sure. I it's probably also pay based attention. on what you're willing to do and what you don't want to do. And, I mean, who knows? Maybe without the like having to chase gear score, that, probably, that might make the game shorter. Not having yeah. to worry about getting your... Yeah. Yeah, you can't go after yeah. a boss unless you have a gear score of 200 or something. Yeah, or yeah, some bullshit like that. So Go uh, do some side quests. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
we'll be playing more of that in the future. And also one I just started today is Project Warlock. Uh, that just came out on consoles, though it's been on PC for a couple of years now. Uh, made by one kid for like a high like he was like a high school or college like school project and uh it's his a name total... is jp and he really likes the matrix yeah absolutely yeah and uh it's a total throwback to like 90s uh first person shooters like your doom hexen wolfenstein and it plays just like those it's a total throwback in every which way possible it even lets you lock in the y-axis if you want to get the true like old school experience and not have to worry about aiming up and down though it doesn't it definitely makes the game easier because it auto tracks a little more towards enemies, but uh, it's fun. It's uh, it's fifteen on consoles. It's I think it's on sale on Steam for five. So if you can play it on Steam, obviously save yourself ten bucks. Play it on Steam, but it's a good time if you're looking for uh, another you know something that kind of captures that essence of those shooters of the '90s, which doesn't really happen anymore like it's kind of you don't really see a lot of it's if anything it's those games being modernized like with doom and wolfenstein it's not really the other way around we don't really get the 90s era shooters anymore unless they're just re-released so it's it's a nice thing to see because especially playing through those old doom games again i really had the itch to play more of those so it's a good time could definitely recommend it if you like you know doom and wolfenstein and hexen and all those so, other than that, just the usuals: Warframe, Apex, SnowRunner. SnowRunner probably... got its update. I want to yeah, see. Yeah. Well, see, you've read bad. Th- I've read bad things about it too. I booted it up and noticed that the lighting was better. I didn't fuck around with it too much, but. All right. What are the well, bad things that you're? I've seen just like the graphics overall look. They downgraded them immensely to get. I wonder the, if that's for on the, the base mirrors. PS4. Maybe. I mean, it wouldn't well, surprise me if they... did that with GTA if, 5. Yeah. Let, 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 let's, let's fuck over base PS4 owners even more, even though they own 90% of the PS4s out there. That so would really it wouldn't suck surprise if that's me. the case. Because yeah. when I booted it up, I was more akin to, oh, wow, this game looks better. So, so they, we'll see. they I, performance mode. They said they were already working on a hotfix, so I think I'm probably just going to wait for that before I even okay. bother. I mean, I'm playing so much as it is. So Fair enough. Um, well, let me know yeah, when you want to jump uh, into that, because that's, yeah. that's uh, I'll, I'll say it got the patch. So for me, I guess on PS4 Pro, it looks and seems to play better. The steering is like you. That's the one thing that they seem to mess up overall was the steering, which was just kind of weird. It feels more loose, I guess. Yeah, on certain lots. Of, I think that's the thing everyone's complaining about is that the steering is terrible now. Yeah, so... I, and these all these problems are specifically on the PS4 version, sadly. Xbox seems Xbox, to be fine. Oh, really? No, okay. Yeah, no, Xbox seems to be fine. It's PS4 that got all they the problems. They got the problems. My Game Erased Itself problems, which at least... That was on PC, get. which wasn't actually... <laughs> well, no, that that wasn't actually true. It was it was searching for the, the game save in a different area. So people oh, were okay. thinking oh, right, their saves were erased, but they were actually just... It yeah, was yeah. looking in the wrong place. Okay. I apologize, by the way, if my fan is really fucking loud. It's really hot. I didn't. I didn't. Don't okay. even hear it. So, um, but uh, yeah, it's all I got for games. You know, I felt so, bad so, we didn't announce the fan as appearing on our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so since we took it. last week off, um, I immersed myself in games that I knew I enjoyed, and I've actually weirdly stuck to a theme of Warhammer and Batman, which is such a weird combination. Uh, I mentioned two weeks ago I played through, and I don't know if I mentioned that I was at the point where I had finished Arkham Asylum. I think I was probably 
about to. If not, I had had finished Arkham Asylum. I went right into City, and then I went right into Night. I've beaten both those games in the past two weeks. City with the DLC was probably, I don't know, 17 to 20. And then Night, which I don't even know if I went 100% that game before I no. uh, well see to go into nightfall mode you have to 100% which is weird that game forces you to get all the riddles to quote unquote get the ending of the game which was weird I'm probably not going to do it however I did play a lot of the DLC that I missed out on on in night and it was really good um, the Mad Hatter uh, missions were akin to Scarecrow from Asylum um, there was Killer Croc there was League of Assassins, so it was like some Rayshaw Ghoul stuff. There was Mr. Freeze. There was some good stuff in there. And obviously the biggest problem Knight always suffered from was the Batmobile and how many things revolved around it. Unfortunately, all the quote-unquote boss fights revolve around some form of using the Batmobile tech. However, in the DLC, they did do some actual one-on-one boss fights, which were nice to see. I would def- uh, the I think it's still on sale. The trilogy is fifteen bucks right now. Um, if you're going to buy it, I highly recommend playing those games back to back to back because to see the evolution, it makes City and Night that much better. City was already a good game. It really made me enjoy my playthrough this time way more. And Night was a mad game with a good story. It made my playthrough way more enjoyable. Um, this time around, despite all the Batmobile stuff. I think also, if you had played them before, and you're going back in and you want to play the DLC stuff, those experiences go much quicker. Like, I beat Asylum in under 10 hours, because it was just... I, I knew the beats of the game. Even getting, like, 75% of the trophies, or what, or the Riddler stuff. Um, combat evolution is fantastic. The story in that game, in that trilogy, is fantastic. Mark Hamill shines in Night. His... It, I stuck around areas just to hear him talk and tell stories. It's amazing the brutality step up from City to Night, if you guys remember the story in Night at all, and the turns and dark shit that that story did. But it was great. It was a really, really fun experience playing those games. Again, I highly, highly recommend it. Um, I got into three Warhammer games this week. Actually, four. I may or may not have mentioned that I bought the Dawn of War games uh this is all specifically uh, warhammer 40k so it's not warhammer fantasy but it's it's still warhammer fantasy but 40k so it's like the mechanical stuff and all like the future tech kind of stuff um dawn of war one and two i picked up for like seven bucks those are the old rts games i'll say it right now it's uh starcraft is baby's first rts dawn of war is first is like true rts so I would highly recommend the Dawn of War games if you've never played them. Dawn of War 2 took a little bit more of an RPG turn, but it was still fantastic. Um, Warhammer 40K Mechanicus. This is an insane combination of Darkest Dungeon, XCOM, but more of like board game Warhammer, whereas in like as long as you have the CP to do the thing, you can do it. So you can like step out from behind, shoot somebody, step back behind cover, Things like that. Um, Targeting's based on line of sight. The darkest dungeon aspect comes in when you take a mission. The rooms are randomized. And some rooms have relics, which if you decode the relic, you can either have a positive or negative effect. 
You can get encounter rooms, which are full-on grid-based battles. Like I said, more like board game than XCOM, but it's it's XCOM-ish if you've ever had them. And then um, there's like encounter things where you get to make a choice of something. And then there's always like a boss room or now I'm getting to the point where you're doing two two boss rooms, stuff like that. There's always kind of like some end goal. And then outside of the mission, you're in your ship and it's a full, like full on RPG. There's skill trees. You have guys, you have your own like um, units and stuff like that. You can deck them out to be a medic, to be a soldier, to be a support. And the cool thing is you can pull from every skill tree provided you have the CP and the points and the money to do so. So, Provided you have the resources, you can deck out your guys any way you want, equip them any way you want, provided they have, they all have the exact same slots, so as long as a slot is usable, you can have guys equipped with, you can have healers equipped with heavy weapons, you can have, you know, heavy weapon guys equipped with healer stuff, it's very, very, very cool. The overlying, like, when you finish the game is there's a timer at the bottom that essentially goes from one to a hundred and when it reaches a hundred i would assume the game will bring you to the final mission or the whole thing is over and you unlock areas as the timer goes up the difference is every move you make the timer kind of adjusts so there's five sections to the timer so if you go into a room that's one section of the timer and then if you so say like a dungeon is seven rooms and you go to all seven rooms you've adjusted the timer at least one point up, if not more, based on what the final boss room looks like. So you can kind of control the pace of your game based on how much exploring you want to do, how much fighting you want to do, stuff like that. Um, There's highly... It seems highly replayable because once you choose a mission, it's kind of gone. You just go to the next thing, and then there's a new slew of missions you can choose from, um, giving you different upgrades or guys or weapons or there's like a whole thing to discover so it's really involved it's really really enjoyable um so far the other warhammer game i jumped into is warhammer 40k gladius this is essentially i tried warhammer um total war and i love the idea i'm just not a good like strategist when it comes to planning out battle stuff i'm way more of an rts style or just like 4x style or whatever and that's what gladius is which is great it's essentially a cross between dawn of war and civilization but in the warhammer 40k universe you have multiple factions the only difference is there's no like diplomacy or anything it's you just beat everybody and take over the map so it's kind of a risk style situation for each campaign um but you build up units you establish cities uh the battles are just how much your unit is based on how much your their unit is um it's grid based so it's if you're next to it you can fight them um and then the the i was gonna say dawn of war the yes the dawn of war elements come in but the total war elements come in is like how big your army is or whatever but you don't actually have to do like the army stuff you just say hey attack this and it attacks this so that's where it becomes more dawn of war than total war which I'm really enjoying because I, I really wanted a 4X Warhammer game, but I couldn't get into the dawn of... Uh, Jesus. Insert, stop naming your game so many similar things. It's very confusing. Uh, <laughs> Zero Dawn? <laughs> yeah. uh, the Total War games were just too... I'm not a strategist. Plus, I like to like relax when I play games like that. So, you know, it's fun. And then the final one I got was a sale on PSN for 11 bucks. 
uh, Warhammer Inquisitor comes with all the DLC. Um, it is like, it's essentially an ARPG. Uh, so you can think of it as like a Warhammer Diablo POE style game. The only difference is it's, it's mission based kind of different map based. So you can think of it as like either the end game of POE where you get like a map that you put in and then you have different buffs, debuffs to that map and then a mission to that map and you do that map. Or you can think of it as Warframe where you go to a planet because it does, it has a full star system has systems you go to planets you do things for those planets you get rep for those factions and then you can do things with those factions um but you still have your main character that you're leveling up as an arpg so there's a lot of weird different elements but there's different mission types so there's like defense missions where there's waves there are this is where it started to remind me of warframe there are kill the command so there'll be like go kill these commanders on this on this thing and they'll show you the layout of the map before you even go in and then you just kind of clear the map um where the whole poe map thing comes in so there's a lot of different elements to a lot of different things by no means is it worth more than what i paid for it uh, uh like i said i got the game and all of the dlc for 11.50 it's fun um it is not you can get a much better arpg experience if you play something like grim dawn or grim dawn is probably my top experience right now until poe 2 comes out um grim dawn diablo poe whatever but if you want something in the warhammer first of all the story is really good if you want an arpg with story this is the way to go and you actually care about warhammer the story is really really fun the um i looked at the game before the 2.0 update which i guess was beginning of this year they've completely overhauled everything so you can like there's new skill trees and everything so it seems like i jumped in at a good time Again, you want a Warhammer ARPG experience that's worth $11.50, go for it. The thing I will say about all these Warhammer games is the running theme is the soundtracks are unbelievable. If you like synthwave, kind of a techno vibe feel, no lyrics, just kind of um, vibey, just kind of metho- not methodical, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just kind of like ambient music. Um, it's there and all the games have them. I've essentially turned down the sound effects when I'm playing all these games and just turned the music and cranked it because it's so, so good. And the stories are really, really good too. Even Dawn of War 1 being like, I don't know how old, at least 10 years old. Um, the story is better than tons of games that are out now. So um, I've been having a really good time distracting myself from the world uh with batman and warhammer and it's been a been a good week ghost of sushi in probably a month you guys got last of us next week so uh it's a good time for games right now what about you ben i have also taken advantage of the summer sale i grabbed dying light for 12 bucks i believe um it's a fun game it's it's solid uh it's a little little quirky at times um some of the enemy animations um, and the AI in general is just kind of uh, bonked, I guess is the word. Like, you can stand out in the open and some enemies won't come at you because there's some invisible barrier. Uh, once you figure out how to get that invisible barrier, it, it makes a lot of tra- traversing the world a little easier. Um chasers 
like the ones that just start screaming and chasing you everywhere um their climbing animation looks a little funny like i don't know it's like you'll see their hands on a ledge and then like two frames later they're standing up in front of you um so that's kind of funny uh the combat is pretty terrible i i'm not gonna sugarcoat it it's it takes too many swings of a shovel on a zombie's head while they're laying on the ground for them to die. Did you guys have trouble with this when you were playing? Or is this Sometimes, new? yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's more or less little, about the quality. around it, the edges. If you have an epic weapon, it, that's what it's based on. The rarity of the weapon determines. Like, I had a, like a super rare axe or something that I one-shot everybody with. Yep. Oh, I well, got, I just got to get me one of those then. Yeah. The, the late, not late game, but like the super high quality weapons are like, you'll find a couple and yeah. then just use those the rest get of the a game. Get a gun, Because they're whack. like so probable. Yeah. You're, honestly, look in the store in the main building, the guy on like the second or third floor or whatever, I bought my, one of my epic weapons from him. Like he just has random shit sometimes. Oh, yeah. I've run into vendors all over the place and they all have the yellow tiered weapon and it makes a big enough difference all right for sure oh yeah big time i guess I'll and spend also you'll my be able to money. craft got things a lot of and it. put things together at the end and i don't know oh, yeah. i yeah, think I the got... dlc we discussed is a standalone so you'll you'll start over anyway but i would assume you have like perks and stuff yeah it's I've, I've been unlocking perks uh to make my weapons more durable that kind of thing because I would spend almost half of a weapon's durability killing one uh, stupid little uh, regular old zombie. Like, yeah, those come on. low weapons are not. Those zombies are pretty strong to begin with, especially at night. Night's well, that's ridiculous. I'm just talking about the daytime because I don't <laughs> go out during the night. It is too stressful. It's it's a whole another game at night. There's definitely I will go out in the night, night too. only when I have to. Is the only time I go out at night. It is terrifying. Uh, although I did just unlock the ability to craft UV grenades or whatever's, and the ability to throw shit behind you as you're sprinting away from things. Uh, That's a good one. I find those uh, yeah, will be very useful important. when I have to go out at night. I, so far, I've I've been pushing my character into what would make me better at night than anything else. So. Because during the day, the game is very easy. Uh, yeah, you can avoid so. most stuff, too. Just jump on people's heads. Yeah, I've, I've been having some fun with that one, too. Just sprinting through streets and launching myself over people. You get, like, an extra five feet of vert launching over those guys. It's great. The uh, parkour in that game is a lot of fun. It is. And that's, I think, the, the shining... Uh, I guess point in this whole game is the parkouring world traversal is actually fun. Like there's some times where I want to fast travel, but when I start to go to my destination, I'm finding that it's not taking as long as I thought. And yeah. That map it's is actually kind of fun to get there. Especially if you're running. It's, it's the dead Island. Everybody wanted. Yeah. Uh, we just need that sweet, uh, what was that trailer they did? Man, that, exactly. that, that had zero to do with the game whatsoever. Yeah, but that, that trailer that was one of the best trailers sold the ever game. Made. Oh, dude, it was incredible. Uh, 
Anywho, uh, I, um, I've just been messing around, kind of like going from uh, little area to little area, knocking out quests, uh, opening up safe zones and whatnot. Um, cause like I said, when it comes nighttime, I want to be able to get to a safe house as fast as possible. Cause it's so stressful. I don't like it at all. It reminds me of trying to creep past clickers in Last of Us. I hated that. Hated so much you're about to play the second one. I know. So yeah, Dying Light. I will continue to chip away at that. Um, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. We chit-chatted about that for a wee bit. Um, it is Did you mention good. your hateness of the shark game last we're, we, it's been two weeks. Yeah, so and that was my next game up. I'm glad you brought that okay. up. Uh, right. Man Eater. So they ended up patching the glitch that caused the landmarks to not check box off of your list. Uh, so in my situation, I destroyed the sign and got the cutscene of a landmark but the game did not register it. So in my game, the landmark target was gone, and I did not have credit for getting it. So they patched it now where they gave me credit for getting the landmark. But it doesn't ping the trophy. So now I have credit for the landmark, the landmark is gone, and I don't have the trophy for it. Is the trophy getting all the landmarks in the game? Yes. It's, so you'd have to, realistically, if you I'm, didn't upgrade I think I'd, at all, and you just went from landmark to landmark, could you, or do you not have access to the whole game right away? No, you, well, mm, no, you kind of have to play it because you your shark has to grow to be able to make jumps to get into areas, and of course survive because you do don't want to just all the minimum get, requirements for a day? I thought about it. I'll, Watch I'll, Netflix maybe and do I'll go all back the minimum to it. requirements. It depends how bad you want to do it, too. Exactly. He does that shit to himself all the time, and I don't understand it. But he also streams to thousands of people that get off on it and pay him to do it. So, you know, it's another situation. But, um, you know, watch a Netflix thing or something and do it if it doesn't take that long. If it's going to take hours, then, you know, fuck it. It, it might take an hour or two. Probably two closer to two because i don't know how quickly i can access that region so i platinum that game in like 13 hours so it could not have taken that long it won't take so that two long. to th- two to three hours maybe to get to to be able to get to and survive that region without getting demolished in two seconds because I, I don't want to get to the area and have to like slowly work my way around larger fights animals yeah well it's not easy to yeah because those assholes spot you from a mile away and chase you forever and if you're not quick enough they're gonna eat your ass literally so yeah i i deleted it i will wait to see if they fix that trophy ping glitch or i don't know if i give a shit enough to play through it just to get one goddamn trophy to trigger Four trophies. Stupid game. Anyway, they have a lot to do to fix that game. 
as Mike and I discussed a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Maneater. Ugh. Next up, I resubbed to Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, they uh, released a Final Fantasy XI, a crossover event, which they've done in the past. I completed that in about 12 minutes. Uh, the nostalgia hit was a nice, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was, I went to like three places and fought different Final Fantasy XI bosses. Uh, they come complete with music and sound effects from Eleven, so the nostalgia hit like really got into my veins. And it was a nice release of that pent-up nostalgia for Eleven. Um, I then got my Ward of 48 and logged off. And ch- oh, checked, a, checked my uh, lottery and uh, whatnot. Didn't win again. That's terrible. Oh, but, darn. Well, I got to get only that. One that has, though, so you should be proud of it. <laughs> I want to win again, though, because uh, I want to buy the uh, period or Sable Tender, whatever the hell it's called, the uh, mount. The one where you're on a giant sable tender and you're like hanging off one of his arms. Next summer when the new DLC or expansion comes out or whatever the fuck they call it, I'll be back for a couple of months. One more year. I can't believe that's been out for almost a year now. We spent enough time in it in a very short amount of time. That's the problem. That was our biggest problem. Is we we went too hard on that game too quickly. Because we wanted to get through the content, and and we you know, did, and it was awesome every step. It was. Of the way. It was a good experience. I Except can see how it would have been better without base game, of course. Well, base games. Really <laughs> uh, I can see how that game's more enjoyable spread out, but especially with the fetch questing stuff. But I enjoyed my time with it. I mean, we played it for six months straight, from July to essentially the end of last year. Like November, I think, is when we quit. Wasn't it? By no. Me? No, it was like Mike January. Started playing in November. January. It was like December or January. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, you started up. Yeah, it was when Mike started. We were like, eh, we're done. And then we quit. Yeah, we didn't realize how burnt out we were. But the good news is when the new expansion comes out and everybody goes back, it'll be a good time again. So. The only reason I stopped playing is because I got to the point where I had to grind for gear, and that's just not my... My, my style fun. and you had nobody else to play with i think if one other person was playing with you it would have been okay eh, i'm probably i probably need more than that really yeah because i thought you loved that shit you're always talking about 11 and how you used to wait 12 hours to do some weird thing well i mean i could i was doing other things i was waiting for that other thing this one i don't know it's i don't know 11 was different i guess because and 11 there was no voice chat and it was before Xbox and PlayStation parties. Um, even before... I have to be in a party for this either. What was the, what was the, the big chat for PCs before like Discord and, and well, all that? Peer to peer, TeamSpeak. TeamSpeak. Team yeah. What was the other? There was another one, wasn't there? I don't know. Maybe That's the only one I t- know. Maybe it, was, maybe it was just that one, but it was like that was like before Teamspeak was really big, and you I was on PlayStation. Play. But that's the thing; like, I was engaged with my Link Shell at the time. So, while I'm sitting there not 
playing my character, I'm talking with like, you know, 15 to 20 other people. But we didn't have that in 14. I blame you guys for not playing we more. We did for a couple weeks when we had... We did have like six people going at once when we, we more first started. Six. It was awesome. I felt like we were back, but no. People are lame and they quit. Anyway, I downloaded Star Wars Battlefront 2 because it's free. And Me too. I'm just going to sit there. I don't know. We'll, I'm sure we'll boot it up one night as a joke. Play like two games and get ripped apart by some crazy hero. And It's a really good game at its core. Oh yeah, it's fun. It's a good time. But that is it for me. Next week will be that game last of us two next friday so, the week after. so yeah we won't talk about that next week we're going to talk more about dying light though Lucky yeah you exciting yeah i'm not going to talk about anything next week don't worry speaking of exciting things uh let's jump into the news where destiny announced a bunch of bullshit um so oh i might re-download destiny too oh, to be don't. fair the destiny people time. seemed pretty hype i know you're coming from a place of pessimism but it i looked into it it looks I, I get the whole removing things sucks but there's lore behind it i know you'll laugh in the face of that yeah, but there's lore okay. behind it uh, i i find it funny that a game that has always had a content issue is solved it by removing content from the game uh anyways <laughs> destiny has yeah. announced their next three expansions, first of which will be landing on September 22nd. That will be called Destiny Beyond Light. Then in 2021 will be the Witch Queen and Light Fall landing in 2022. Now with that, of course, they have already talked next generation and they will plan on continuing support on both uh, current and next gen. And they do plan to have it be cross-generational within each ecosystem. So no cross play yet but between the systems themselves so ps4 and 5 will play together and xbox one and series x will be able to play together as well and like we i just uh talked about before um they have announced that they will be what they called the destiny content vault so now they will be cycling in old content from destiny one so things like raids strikes uh multiplayer maps and entire planets even and with it they will be cycling out content that is in the current destiny 2 game um uh they talked about how kind of uh size you know hard drive space things of that nature are an issue are kind of lead them to do things of this nature and allows them to just kind of freshen up some of their older content and allow people to maybe experience it who never played destiny one or, you know, for people that are looking for uh, just kind of an injection of new content into the game and gives them ways to vault content to improve it and then bring it back in an improved fashion at some time in the future. I'm just, you guys ready for some vaults of glass? I, this, this, when I heard this, I'm like, yeah, I don't miss this game. Really? I, I see. Know. I miss this game. Yeah, we played I, I, so I'm much of it. Too. I miss it too. I had a good time with it, but even going back last time, it's a it's a really cool game to play for a week and then put down for a year and a half. 
But with how much they're changing so often now, I feel like it would be more... Because I feel like that was where we were at. We were grinding, and then we would hit that grind cap. It seems like that's not as much of an issue anymore. Well, no, like, it's not an issue anymore because now there's seasons, so now they condense that grind cap right into a away, battle right? pass. Yeah, there's a new season going now. So basically they went the battle pass route, and now at the now you're on a time... Now you're time limited because if you don't unlock the stuff before the battle pass is over, then the stuff's gone, so... I'm I'm good. I already have a I, one game with a battle pass per is my limit is right it, now. Is it crossplay that I can play with you guys on PS4 if I'm on PC? Nope. All right, so I'll stick with PS4 then. I wanted to down. I might download it on PS. Can I play on PS4 and PC at the same time? Separate accounts. No, so they have to changed that, over? didn't they? You know, you had no. You could import um, your save. But you'd you, have to uh, like, choose what platform. There's some weird bullshit right? where yeah, I think technically you can ha- like you can't play them at the same. I don't know. It's like everything else about this game. It's built on a framework you know of what? a fucking nightmare. <laughs> That's and it's like fair. held together with tape and glue. I so. might start because it's free to download on Steam. I might download it on Steam and just play it to to play from the beginning just to get that feel again and see what they've changed. But I'll always have that PS4 version that we can play. If you re-download Destiny, Ben, I would consider playing with you too. Ooh, yeah! I'm gonna have to start downloading right now, then. And they also said they have no plans for Destiny 3, so... Yeah, they said that makes sense. They'll be stuck on... I mean, they should... Just get rid of the 2. Call it Destiny. Like, what? Right. Well, they should build a better framework for this game if you're they need to build their brand back up i don't know how the fuck they're i guess siege has tactically removed maps because they're reworking them or they remove them out of rotation but they've never removed something completely from the game i understand how big destiny is but i don't like when you're an mmo and you're you're vaulting content like that is like it seems stupid it does it does seems it's kind of like, I understand the lore behind it, and I understand they want to open up, like, other big areas, but it does seem weird. I think it's a good idea just because I think Activision really killed this brand with their microtransaction-y bullcrap and just milking as well, much as they could out of it. I, I mean, but it's built into their game. They kind of, they're kind of yeah, stuck with it's... it right now. They still. I don't think that's a problem, by the way. But it's not just Activision. And Destiny Two is now free to play, so they kind of have to rely on battle passes and their microtransactions. I don't know. Maybe they'll move into a. This will. They'll nurse this for a while while they build Destiny Three for a year, a couple of years, and then no, when they Destiny won't do Three Destiny. launches, said, no, they said no Destiny Three. It, this is it. This is. Oh Destiny, well, then and they're just doing expansions. That sucks. That's unfortunate. Well, that maybe then even less interest in going back. They'll do. I don't know. They'll do something. I had fun playing it though. It's a fun game. Yeah, it's 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 fun, but right. And that's the I don't thing, I don't like want a game that constantly is pressuring me into playing it, or else the content's gonna go away. Yeah, but they've said. Oh, I come was on, watching that's T- ridiculous. That's... I was watching T Rex's stream that they said something to the effect of like. They're vaulting it, but it's like a Disney vault style thing. Yeah, vaulting it. They want to. They want to create artificial hype. Yeah. By saying, "Hey, we're bringing back this thing you played before." It's like, like "Hey guys, vault of glass was great. I don't fucking want to do it again." 
I yeah, don't give me, a shit. I've done yeah, it well, enough. They're times. not going to do a one to one. It's going to be different. How different? Has, I don't know. Even to that point, it's like honestly, I think I'm done with the concept of raids. It's it's well, more it's a, stress than oh, fun. Yeah, it's the most recent fun. raids. Well, the most recent raids are stressful. The yeah, Vault of they're, Glass they're fun. not the fucking fun not. anymore. The new oh, ones are not. Jake, did you not do Vault of Glass with us the first time? Of course I did. I'm saying the new ones with. Where it took us, we spent eight hours on a dog room that should have taken us two minutes. Right, like, shit like that is just yeah. like, that's <laughs> not a fucking, fucking dog room. Yeah. I was so upset because we... we finished the rest of the raid in like under two hours when we were done with that, which was Well, really shit, upsetting. we got it. It took us 30 minutes to do the whole raid. When we were finally a month. On, on top of it. Yeah, I have that stream somewhere where we Yeah, did it all it like comes down to minutes. is math. And it's like, okay, once your numbers are more than their numbers, okay, this is a joke. I mean, it's, I wouldn't mind doing it with a guide and still having fun playing it. Maybe, though. but I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I want to see where it's at. But I, I, if it, I, I'm with Ben. It's, it's, it's a fun game, and you can't say that it's not. I'm not a, saying it's not fun, but it's just what I don't think it's worth. What's there for me to go back to and get like? Let's be real. Destiny's story is generic sci-fi nonsense. Like it's not. It's yeah. not a seller by any kid. The new than... content is like okay, but um, I. It's how much grind. is that? How it's much is that worth to me? Like right. these are that... paid expansions. I ain't dropping forty dollars to go back to play this game for a week and then not That's touch fair. it for another year. If you don't care like, about the lore, then you're in the group that it, it's not for. Yeah, and I understand. I'll, if, yeah, I'll, I'll check free shit out if they if they add a decent amount of free shit. I'll check that out. But I'm, as far as paid expansions, nah. nah I no, understand. I'm excited to go back to the Cosmodrome and Vault of Glass. So that's why I'm interested again. But I'm I'm their target audience, I guess. That's fair. I, I mean, I, yeah. I'm interested. I just. I had fun with it because it, it scratches the MMO itch. Um, it's actiony. It it's pretty open. I mean, sure, you're gonna do the same thing over and over again, but you can. I don't know. You make what it game little... doesn't do that now? Exactly. I mean, it's fourteen is the same thing over and over again. I mean, I I think this also might be weighted by the fact that I play Warframe, which does everything Destiny does better. Other thing, maybe graphics. I don't know. Man. Warframe looks pretty damn good. I'm not Warframe's saying it's no more, slouch, but it's just the only difference between Warframe and Dest. Well, there's a lot of differences, but the Warframe thing is a contained mission and objective. Destiny is more of like an open world, find your own. Thing, Which Warframe has those now too, but even right, that, like, I'm, the not gonna, I'm not going to go down right. that route. No, but it's not like to it's, that extreme. It's yes. just it's it's funny to watch like Warframe's just like we keep adding more and more shit. And Destiny's like, ah, oh, we got too much stuff. We gotta Warframe is gotta take it back. Warframe's incredible. Warframe and Poe, two best free to plays on the market. On, yeah. Until so those maybe may, maybe that's why because I have so much fun playing Warframe. It's like, what is Destiny gonna give me that Warframe doesn't? And the answer is, there's not much, if anything. An end to the grind. Yeah, but with Warframe, it's always like, do you never have that feeling of having to? get there right now it's like you could pick up you could set down warframe you can pick it up and be like okay all that content's still there like you just pick up where you left off which is how i play warframe it's like i i'm in no rush to get to anything that... i play it at my own pace and i will get to shit when i get to shit i prefer games that when they put in seasonal content it's there forever like hitman and yeah. baseball and yeah games like that that's the way to do it poe does it for an entire season that's good 
Anyways, let's move on to another free-to-play title. Call of Duty Warzone Season 4 has launched today. Uh, what have they added? I honestly don't know because there's lots of videos out there that I haven't <laughs> watched yet that tell you. But the big three changes they are touting to the mode itself are what they are completely random, first off. These aren't guaranteed to happen in any match, but any of these three can happen. First off, Jailbreak. This is plain and simple. Everyone who's dead in the game gets spawned back in all at once, all at the same time. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Second, Fire Sale. So for one minute in time in the game, anything at the buy stations will be 80% off except for loadout drops, which I think is a very good decision on that part. Um, so yeah, so respawning enemies, buying up armor, ammo, yada, 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 all 80% off, which is, you know, again, of crazy, you know, change to the game. And then the third and final one, exactly. Yeah, definitely a good fighting spot there. And then the final one is the supply chopper. It is a, uh, heavily armored, uh, attack helicopter that enters the map. It does not attack anyone actually, but if you shoot it down, it contains things like kill streaks, armor boxes, uh, ammo, gas mask, money, you know, it's basically like a fully loaded, like, it's basically like a loadout drop of loadout drops. So, something worth, you know, taking down and taking on. Now, they did also add a few new playlist types to Warzone. Uh, 50v50, you know, something that's been seen in Blackout and Fortnite and everything else before. And basically, this, they are calling that version Warzone Rumble. They are also, interestingly, adding a realism playlist to Warzone. Basically, this takes it more towards the multiplayer style of gameplay. So, you know, very high headshot damage, you know, turn and blink and you're dead types of stuff. Limited HUD. So it's very similar to the realism mode of multiplayer. Not necessarily hardcore, but realism. So it's, you know, limited HUD. Tarkoving it. Kinda in a sense, yeah. I guess you could say that it's 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 their the time their to kill was already rough. This is gonna make. Yeah, it worse. I mean that's crazy. So yeah, the one fact that it's, I mean some you can still get one shot even in the normal mode. So even then, I'm definitely it's gonna be a sniper's uh, sniper's haven for sure. And um, once again, they are doing another free multiplayer weekend uh, this upcoming weekend. So. Go ahead and download Warzone, and you will be able Clear to jump into 200 the... gigs off of your hard drive to make sure yeah, you get for it. I might re-download this because uh, <laughs> I, I, I just go download Destiny too. I am Dude, every yeah. new game or game you go back to that I'm re-downloading or downloading. I'm like, how the fuck are games getting this big? Oh yeah, I, well I just deleted Assassin's Creed Odyssey with all the DLC was 119 gigs. Yeah, it was a big one. I'm gonna have yeah. to delete Death Stranding because that's taken up like. You still yeah, have that installed? Nice. Damn. I do because I wanted to try and platinum it, but now that I'm playing uh, SnowRunner, yeah. it's a different... It's like the same thing, but with trucks, so I... <laughs> yeah, so I don't think you need to play both of those. But, uh, yeah, so speaking of updates, uh, the update for Modern Warfare, or for Warzone, it uh, ranges from 30 to 50 gigs, depending on what platform you are playing on. However... That is the download. Once it is installed, it will only add about five gigabytes of space to your hard drive. So at least they're getting that part down where it's, yes, big download. But as far as hard drive space, you're they're not squeezing you. 
any more than they already are because I believe that put it probably puts a damn near 200 gigs for that game, if not uh, over. I'll be curious. Ridiculous. I'll, I'll let you know. The PS5 is um, going to need to have like a two terabyte. Two, it's it's got to be. Well, two I was going to say four. Like I mean, four. Anything the, above one, one won't cut one, it. We're getting to a point where you need a one terabyte hard drive just for games, like a separate hard drive just for the games. Like yeah. it, it's fucking insane. I have a pro and I have like 13 games installed and I'm like, I'm tapped. I mean, that's, yeah, it's I mean, a lot of got, games, but that that's a lot of space, man. Right. It's I, yeah, I'm right. That's why I just like was uninstalling games that were hundreds of gigs. So it's just, yeah. Now, now, now to reinstall other games that are hundreds of gigs. I have to so reinstall it, GTA it really makes now me... to get that hundred million for sure, free yeah, have, every have fun fucking with that. month or, um, yeah, I won't be doing that. So, reinstalling GTA. It, 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 it makes me really see. appreciate, like, you know, your Dead Cells and your Enter the Gungeons that are, like, 1 to 3 gigs or oh, stuff shit. like Apex and Warframe that are, like, 30 to 40 gigs. It's like, I remember when games were that much. I want to know they why weren't G- all 90 and 100 gigs and up. I want to know why GTA Five specifically, when you re-download it, you have to sit, like, you have to open the game app and it installs for a while in the game app probably because they didn't bother to differentiate between whether or not your down your install was on a disc or digitally because it does that's probably exactly why that happens insane because i've downloaded it this will be the third time well i guess if they're releasing it on gta on ps5 i have to get this hundred million for free or whatever it is but like i the the sitting there on the menu is like an hour long like in game, uh-huh. you can't do anything else. Like, nope. what the fuck? Remind me never to d- delete GTA until PS5 comes out again. Yep. Fucking ridiculous. Yep. Path of Exile has announced their next expansion for the game. It will be titled Harvest. It is coming out this month. It is going to add eight new skills, two new sport gems, revamps of two-handed weapons, war cry skills, brands, slams, and the passive skill tree itself. There will be 12 brand new unique items and a rebalancing of over 50 items in the game. And that will be landing before the end of June. Two weeks, yeah. It looks meh. You get to grow a garden based on like different flower Ooh, types and garden. things and then... Yeah, and then once you get enough of those flower types, they combine into, like, a rare monster style or rare monster mob, and you kill that monster for special items and stuff. It's It looks cool. and It's very pretty because you have, like, a garden going. I've seen, like, some screenshots of cool shit like that. Ooh. But, uh, yeah, I, stuff. I've talked about it so much with Sean because we're just trying to find an ARPG to play together, but, like... We're both waiting until POE too. I, mm-hmm. I can't. I'm sure most people are in that same boat. Well, the beta is what they said end of the year. So unless it's going to be pushed back by COVID, but they said the beta is November or December. So I, I mean, it's a beta. Whatever version, right, right, whatever right. it comes out as, be like it's a beta. Right. That at, how long was POE and beta for anyway? The original right. POE. That was yeah. So um, so that'll be fun. But so what? There's. There'll be this league. They'll, so there'll be this and then, I guess, two more leagues until the beta POE. I can't imagine them introducing anything amazing before POEs do, but we'll see. The next chapter in the Dark Pictures anthology, Little Hope, has been unfortunately delayed until this fall. 
Uh, unfortunately, Supermassive Games have come out and said that obviously with everything happening with COVID and having a lot of their team working from home allowed them to continue work on the game, but unfortunately not at the rate that they would be able to land their initially announced summer uh, release date. So they are pushing it back to fall and is still set to land on all three major platforms, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Excited. You guys should, I think, I don't know if it was, I know uh, Man of Medan was on sale for $15. It still might be. Either way, if you haven't picked it up, still. I do intend on Still play it. Still play it. It's a good one. There's a, a very fun twist on horror that you don't really see that often. So that was a good one. Um, finally, speaking of things that uh, other games can do, the destiny cannot no man's sky has announced crossplay <laughs> along with their debut on Xbox game pass today as well. So yes, you'll be able to uh, play with all your friends on all your platforms. PlayStation four, Xbox one and PC will all be able to play together basically how they did it was based every every person that plays it is assigned a uh friend code a la nintendo online and you know just add your friend codes and everyone's friends with each other within no man's sky playing easy cross play it's great to see more and more games do this and of course no man's sky continuing story of just comeback of the generation goes on yeah still blows my mind how far that game mm-hmm. has come. Good mm-hmm. for them. Yep. Another game I... See, See, this is the game I would rather go back to than something like Destiny. Like, I really... I, reading this story, it was like, hmm, I really want to reinstall No Man's Sky, and I might actually do that as well. So we'll see what my hard drive can handle anymore. <laughs> and with that, we are done with the news this week. Of course, obviously, we saved the big news for last, and that is going to be our bonus round, main events, whatever you want to call it. Uh, just happening a mere hour-ish before this podcast was recorded, PlayStation 5's, what was the official name? It was like the Future of Gaming or something? I don't know. Did this yeah. thing even have an official name? Whatever. The PlayStation 5 event thingy happened, and they showed off uh, a bunch of games, and... Uh, so I know Ben, you have like a nice handy dandy in order yeah, list. So I got a let's list. just go off of that. So you do All that. Right. All right. So first off, real quick. Well, we'll just take them one by one. Okay. Yeah. Um, so first off, we uh, saw GTA Five is getting an enhanced uh, version. Expanded and enhanced. Remember, expanded and enhanced. Yes, I can't believe it went enhanced. from the PS3 360 to PS4. Three uh, the Xbox One PC, and now it's going to the PS5. It makes um, them too I totally much money. Can. To that not. game is free. Is gonna or uh, online is gonna come free with the it's PS5. It's the third best-selling game of all time. Of course, they're gonna move it to every generation they can possibly go game? on. Why do we need to buy the game if they're giving me online for free? That's no, only for PS Plus. Never... Though. I mean, that's only for PS Plus. Fine, that's so not then for why everybody. Why do we need to buy PS? Why do we need to buy GTA Five again if we're getting? PS5? We don't. I we mean, don't. they know. That's why. Well, the 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 bearing the lead in that part is it's nice to see that finally GTA Online is getting a standalone download of some capacity. So you that's that's PS good. Plus. They want us to right. buy shark cards. Right. Exactly. They. Which, I mean, we yeah. read all those stories. They make what like. Almost so like hundreds of millions of dollars yeah. a quarter on shark cards. They don't give a fuck about the campaign. They're like, eh, who cares? And yeah, you're if you here haven't played it by now, you're never going to play it. Yeah, well, also that. I guess that's fair. 
And they're giving away what a million dollar in a million dollars a month until a month. it's released. Yeah. And they Every said, er, did they say January twenty twenty one or early twenty twenty one? I think they said January twenty twenty one. Okay, so basically you'll get right seven away. million dollars of GTA money for signing I mean, in once look, a month. It's gonna look like PC GTA five. It's gonna look good. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's already a, a good looking game. Uh, and now it's gonna look better. I'll download it. I mean, why the hell not? I mean, yeah, sure. I'll oh, jump fun. back in. GTA a lot of fun. I mean, we, how Absolutely. many years of content do we have to catch up on for that game? So a I'm lot. sure we'll get a couple weeks it's of fun like out of it. Clubs we have to found and start yeah. doing things. Yeah, probably have millions. Well, Jake will have all the money, too. so he can yeah, fund dude, it. Dude, I have like so <laughs> much fucking money saved up because I haven't bought cars like you guys have. Yeah, I don't. I didn't even know where my character stands in that regard, but. I know I bought money in that game when it was on sale. Couldn't help it. It's too much stuff Same. to do. Uh, next up, they showed a little game called Spider-Man Miles Morales. Uh, Looks good. That will be out this... That's going to be a launch title. Launch winter. game. Yeah, it's yeah. a launch game. Yep. So... Looks good. It's Spider-Man 2, but it's leading directly off where the first one left off. Yeah, I will play it that simple um next up uh, gt5 grand seven turismo seven seven yeah this is grand turismo seven this is the official next one in the series okay seven it looked like a car game guys what do you think driving cars beautiful you know what they kept the go ahead they kept the ui from sport which was incredible so i'm glad they carried that over it looked very minimal, which was really nice. Yes. That's um, just how sport is. It's so funny after seeing that trailer, they love doing environments like the trees yeah. and the lighting. And like, it's not just the cars. It's like the racetracks are featured too. I, if they ever added in some sort of Forza element where you could drive from race to race or something like that, that game would be the best game ever. Yeah. I yeah, was they- hoping it would be like an open world game. So no, they they I could probably say with oh, somewhat certainty they never, will never do that. Ne- they a, are look. They want to make sim. the most realistic. Yep. Ra- I mean, they call it a yeah, racing so. simulator. Like, they want to make real as real as real as possible racing games. So they want the track to look exactly like it does in real life. They want the cars to look and sound and feel and drive exactly that, like they do in real life. Isn't that why so, the cars yeah, take I no damage? As much as I would also love like Gran Turismo Horizon, uh, it's never gonna happen. Mike. All right, where are we at here? Ratchet and Clank. You guys hear about this one? Which one? Uh, Ratchet and Clank. Oh yes, I did. Too many years in the, uh, overdue. I feel at this point. Yeah, that. But, uh... Uh, that looked fun. Because, I mean, uh, shit. I was never a big Ratchet and Clank guy, but. Yeah, I mean, the reboot came out five years ago. So, I, I guess, I mean, who knows? I'm not good. Yeah. Either way. But uh, I would I would have, you know, I've been waiting for this one for a long time. It's been rumored for a long time. I mean, the, like, I, the reboot uh, did well, both uh, commercially and critically. So, no surprise. And it looks like a blast. It looks like, a, it, I mean, it looks like a Ratchet and Clank game. I mean, it's a. 3D action platformer, and it looks like a total fucking blast. I can't Is it a brand it. new story, too? 
Y- yeah. I I don't know. So I I I guess so. Since it's kind of I never played yeah. those games, that's what I'm asking. I'm going to say it, yes. It, I'm going to assume yes as well. <laughs> I don't think they're doing another reboot. I think this the, is a new story. The end of the trailer, it was like a uh, female ratchet comes out of nowhere and Yes, cuz he's like in an alternate universe or whatever. Yeah. So it looks like a fun one. Um, I'm not big on those games, but it does look look pretty cool. That Ratchet and Clank the movie game or whatever, because that game was pretty damn good. Yeah, it was. Absolutely was. All right, next up, we've got Project Athea. Yes. Uh, this is designed specifically exclusive for the PS5. Yeah, it looks cool. Uh, it looks very pretty. Play a magic Which lady and you fight dragons. Oh, yeah. This one looked cool. Yeah, I want to see more of that one. Um, just, I mean. It's a square game. Yes? Yeah, square Enix? Yeah, yeah. That was Square Enix, so. We're bringing, like, a new Dragon Age game or something to PS5 for a second. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Keep sure that's dreaming. on its way. Um, next up is Stray. This one seemed like you get to play as a cat. It seemed interesting. The art style city. was cool. Yeah, and I that, mean, I think, was the theme of uh, this show was cool art style and yeah. cats. So, Dude, there were so yeah. many cats. Yeah. Stray will be a good one. I mean, it's from Annapurna, so they kind of do the short four to six hour kind of like experience type games kind of like your Edith they're Finches. They're a film studio, are they not? And they are. They are they, yeah. Yes, they are. They do. But yeah, they kind of, they, they, yeah, they kind of go for more like almost movie-like experiences. Like, you know, like I said, like Edith Finch, things like that. So I'm sure it'll be a good, it will be a very good one of those. All right. After Stray, we got Returnal. Ooh, um, yes. I'd say this looked like a bullet hell souls game. It's, it's house mark. So I, those were the people that made Resogun and oh, uh, there Next you Machina. Go. Is it so, a yes? Do you think it's a um, in uh, roguelike or do you think? That's I mean, part yes, of this... because they wrote of the. They basically they they made a roguelike and they wrote the concept into the story because she would say how so things it, would change every time she died. So, so it's I like assume everspace. Okay, sure. I don't it's know a, that that's is, a but space okay. game where you move level area to area, and as you get to each area, you get a new piece of the story that changes your character. So it's a story-based roguelike. And yeah, that's fuck cool. Yeah, sign me up. I mean, Housemark, I bow to them on everything I they do, so no surprise. Okay, I will day. That'll be day fucking. Yeah, that one looked for me. really cool. All right, so after we got that violent, um, very surreal-looking crazy shooter game sony rolled right into sack nut adventure sack boy show some damn respect sack boy adventure for the kids like why didn't why did sony like do this like throw your kids stuff at the beginning and then say shit's about to get adult now no they sprinkled these kids games all throughout with all these violent crazy shooter games terrible on their part anyway this game looks like a Sackboy adventure. Next up, we've got uh, Destruction All-Stars. It's kind of looked like a Twisted Metal-esque game. You guys interested for that one? 
Which one? Destruction All Stars. Oh, the Twisted Metal style car game. Yeah, I am interested. Yes, that one is uh, pretty fun looking. Now, I wasn't sure, like, as you are uh, playing and you get your car blown up, are you are you running around, like, trying to dodge other cars? That's what I assumed, that maybe you have to, like, go to a thing and, like, get your car respawned or something. Because you saw the one girl out, like, literally running on the track, so I assume that maybe that factors in. It's just like a, yeah, like you said, you, your car blows up and then it's like, oh, now you're exposed and you have to, yeah, run to a safe zone or something for your car to respond. Either, it looked fun as fuck. That's yeah. all I could think about was just, I I assumed it was going to be something Rocket League-ish, but yeah, Destruction Derby, I mean, I mean, we talked about, you know, when is there going to be another Twisted Metal-esque style game and... He, I, here we are. This could it be finally, it without all the guns we, and superpowers. Yeah, without well, all the superpowers. gothy, gritty grossness. Now it can just be a cutesy, fun little like cartoony thing, and it looks like a total blast. I don't know if running over people in cars is a cutesy thing, but... I mean, compared to Twisted Metal. That's true. <laughs> compared to Twisted Metal, that's like, you yeah. know, putting someone like Winnie, on Winnie a pillow Pooh. and rocking them to sleep. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it could be fun. Jake, you interested in this one? Yeah, I loved Twisted Metal when I was a kid. This looks like Twisted Metal, but weird. I didn't understand the whole running around outside your car thing. Yeah, that that seems to be left up to uh, it would interpretation be, for now. It would be sweet, like once you're out of your car, if you can, like, it becomes like Titanfall. You can like wall run and grapple and stuff how fun or if you or if you like somehow like yeah like fuck up other people's cars or maybe steal their car or something okay yeah this this has a lot of promise the out of car stuff definitely gives it a little unique twist we are making a really cool game game. that may or may not exist right now yeah um... (laughs) we're inventing concepts for a game that we've seen all of 30 seconds of (sighs) so next up was kana um this looked cute and fun unofficial well. unofficial pikmin sequel yeah AKA like uh, walk uh, walk around those little blobs that was uh they look really cute so could be could be good um next up we have goodbye volcano high i really, really have sad no idea what this is about i thought high school it, high school stuff yeah. feelings emotions it's gonna have it's gonna, it's gonna be some really sad shit in there I think I, I was talking to a friend, uh, and we kind of agreed it was like BoJack the game. So we'll see how that <laughs> goes. Um, after that, we got Odd World Soulstorm. Uh, it looked pretty. I could say mm-hmm. that for sure. It looked really nice. Uh, platforming mm-hmm. action. I know it's, it's an Odd of... World game. I mean, it's 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 an Odd World game. It's been obviously a very long time since we had another one, but uh, yeah. More Oddworld. Yep. Um, story looked really dark, though. So. Oh, yeah. Big time. Uh, the Oddworld are... stories are really dark. They're all pretty much slaves. Yeah. I'm it's so excited sad, for that game. sad, depressing shit. Yeah. Uh, next up, then, we had Ghostwire Tokyo. Um, Gameplay for the first time. Yeah, no, we they had... They announced uh... this, like, two years ago. I couldn't believe yes. it was first person. Yeah, that's... That was that was a uh, nice to see, and yeah, it looks cool. Lots of weird like ability ability based first person shooter. 
a lot of trippy or is it first person uh, combat at least um, yeah just yeah just really really uh, cool. creepy uh, I'm looking forward to that one I want to see more um, after that we got Jet the Far Shore um, one of the other holiday 2020 titles I think yeah. one of only three uh, like I mentioned before another game with interesting art style I do want to see more. It seems like and a like got my on this one, one of those like God games, maybe like a sieve from how yeah. the description des- described it, and it, that's what it made me think of. Just like you are that whatever that spaceship, and you were like creating the world. I don't know. That that was my takeaway from watching that trailer. It seemed like it was a game like that. And then you're in the ship flying like around. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I I couldn't follow what that game was gonna be. But there was a lot cool. in that trailer I saw that looked like I would enjoy it. I just didn't know what it was. Yeah. Um, after that, we got a quick peek at Godfall. Um, the third launch title. Presumably launch title. The third yeah, I, I I need more. I need more info. I'm hoping we get a... It looks pretty. It looks like a, a melee combat focus game. It's like a Souls game. style. Yeah, like a, and slashy. A I don't know. Slow. Yeah. Flashy souls. Yeah. I I don't know. We'll see what else. I mean, I want some more depth. I need to know what I'm doing. I don't know. It's just, Gearbox, so who knows? Maybe it's Borderlands, but Souls Combat. I don't know. So you have like a million, billion slow, pieces though, of gear. It? I mean, it wasn't like Ninja Gaiden fast, but Compared I wouldn't say it's like super slow. slow. I mean, yeah, yeah, sure. Compared to Borderlands, it's slow, but... Not like super, not like Neo or anything where it's very like that slow and plotting. I I hope it's a little more action based because it looks like the game gave off the feel of that, almost kind of like a dark start, dark cider Z type of vibe. Yeah, that one. I know they've been touting it as a launch title. This is the game to get when you get your PS5, but I mean we're six ish months away and. All we've gotten are oh, they showed enough PS5 tr- games. I stuff. Not to mention there were so many games that they had didn't even have dates yet. Who knows? Maybe some of those will slide into launch window. Yeah. Um. After that, we got Solar Ash, uh, another cool art style looking game. Uh, just need some more details again. Uh, Makers are of Hyperlight Drifter, so it's going to be good. Yeah, we'll see. It uh, got a lot of... Uh, what's that stupid game? Risk of Rain 2? First off, how dare you? Secondly, <laughs> yes. It, it, I got I got the feel of that game yes. in there. Uh, is that the same people? No. Oh, different, different entirely. All right, so maybe this will be good then. Hyperlight Drifter is that studio's <laughs> first game, so this is their second game. Oh, all right. Well, I've heard of that game. I never played it, but well, that's good. After Solar Ash, we got um, this kind of like an up and coming game, uh, Hitman Three. Ah, yes, game yeah. of the show. Dude, I was Absolutely. so excited. I knew it as soon as I heard that voice. See, for so. a minute there, I thought they were gonna throw a curveball and be like, "It's from IOI." This because they are working on a new game. They did say oh, they really? were working on. They are working on. They said they were working on concurrently Hitman Three and a new IP. So well, I was thinking maybe it was gonna be the new IP because I'm like, "There's no way they're gonna do Hitman Three this soon." 
Well, they said this January. is the end to the trilogy. This is the end to the trilogy, too. So yes. This, you know what? Fuck it. I'm waiting for three, and then I'll play two to three back to back. I'll have like oh, 20 no. See, fucking missions I, to play. I am going. I That's the other game on my shortlist. I'm going to oh, reinstall Hitman 2 you know right what? now. I, should I want to fucking keep playing it. <laughs> I should probably that's all I thought about too. was when I watched that trailer. I'm like, that's I true. need to go back to Hitman 2. Uh, like so, yeah. Half that game. Okay. It, it, you they think they're showed... going to do it as full again? Like, release the whole game at once? Probably. Okay. And and I would imagine they're probably going to do this again, where it's like, here, import everything from one and two again. So now you can play it all in three, which oh. would be fucking amazing. Which is why but, I uh, should wait. Which is why you should wait. I mean, either wait. way, it's a win. I, but I want to play Hitman 2 now. I know. No, that trailer looked so <laughs> Yeah, they showed good. off, uh, presume, I mean, he's in the Burj Khalifa on Dubai, yeah. climbing the side oh of it. God. It looked fucking amazing. The amount of shit that you're going to be able to do in that game compared to even two, which was oh. mind which even yeah it's gonna be dude i can't wait for some of the kills Mm -hmm. in three yeah it's gonna be outstanding you're right that was that and demon souls remastered are the two games of the fucking hey spoilers uh thing sorry announce that next because that's the next thing to be excited about no you're wrong because next up is astro's playroom in your face That cutesy bullshit game. Yeah, again, uh, Sony chose to show off Hitman 3 and then dive into a child's game. I don't... I Again, I didn't understand why they did this way, but whatever. Astro's Playroom. One for your kids. Do you guys have anything to add about Astro's Playroom? Absolutely not. It'll be a fun, free game, presumably, that comes with pre-installed on the PS5. It looks like a VR game, too. That had multiplayer aspects to it, didn't it? Or am I thinking of Sackman Adventure? I think you're thinking of Sackman Adventure. All right. Next up, Little Devil Inside, which was the best trailer. Uh, this was cute. The whole uh, dropping the bomb and then they cut to the guy pooping on the toilet. Are you kidding me? Best yeah. trailer of the show. It was, that was hilarious. It caught my attention for sure, yeah. Yeah, another another uh, cool-looking game. I want to know more about it. Um, Monster Hunter needs to watch its back if it's like that. But, uh, yeah, I, it's going to be fun. We'll see. After that, we got our lone major sports title uh, with NBA 2K20. Uh, we got to see some Zion sweating. Right? 2K20 or 20 21? or 21? 21. Wow. They do the year ahead. Do, oh, they do the year ahead too? All right, nice. 21. I can't believe they put this in there just to show the realistic sweat. Yeah. I... I'm over this series. They really fucked it up with those goddamn fucking points, whatever the they're called. The VC points and stuff. The VC yeah, points, yeah, just really, really annoying. I don't like that. Wrestling did the same type of thing, I think. Yep, they've got them in there too. Um, after that came Bug Snacks, uh, the acid trip game. Yep. That made yeah. zero sense. 100% it requires you to be on acid when playing it because that game looks trippy as fuck. The fact that they made a theme song for the goddamn game blew my mind. Right. It, uh, <laughs> like, just what the so hell crazy. is that? 
watch, it's going to get incredible reviews and somehow we're all going to play it. But that game was a weird, to your point about things just being interesting and unique, this showcase, that was one of them. Oh yeah, this one definitely was kind of all over the place. Um, after that, they showed a new title from Blue Point called Demon's Souls. Yeah, really? It's so, it's so new, it's one? a remake. <laughs> I'm so fucking excited for this. Yeah, I'm not sure about this. This is going to be... looked like, I don't know if it was just a video they showed or what, but... I don't think this is anything what the game is going to be like, up. right? Mm-hmm. Did they say holiday 2020 or did they? Oh, there was no it? date with this okay. one. Okay, all right. So no that'll be next year whatever. sometime. Um, it did look, I was watching Ella do a breakdown of the trailer. It did look like they put in some stuff from the unreleased version of the game. So um, maybe it'll have some, I, I think there's a blurb about it somewhere that says like all the things they're changing. But it's interesting that they're calling it Demon Souls and not Demon Souls remake or anything it's just straight up demon souls i'm glad that it's like a brand new game maybe they'll turn it into a franchise maybe <laughs> yeah. spin it off i assume it's gonna run in the else. dark souls 3 bloodborne engine yeah or do you think they made a new engine they might have just revamped what was already in there <sighs> have you ever played demon souls i did and i still own it it's a rough I'm sure they added something. It'll be good. It was a terrible game. Yes, for you. Awful. Anyway, enough of us talking about the greatest game of all time. Next up came Deathloop. This is the time loop super violent game where you have all sorts of powers. Um, This was probably the second best trailer of the show. Uh this looked really fun too. Yeah, this looked this looked like a ton of fun. Uh, yeah, this is uh, what well, this is uh, Bethesda's publishing this one, I believe. Publishing, yeah, I think that's gonna. I hope that doesn't hurt them. I saw that is, name on the bottom and I got concerned. It's this from the Arcane. Company that did Dishonored. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. They did Dishonored and yeah. Prey. Yeah, this this looked a lot like Dishonored. With, didn't Prey? Wasn't that also published by Bethesda? Yeah. 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 So that's fine. Um. Next up was Resident Evil 8 Village, or is it just Resident Evil Village? I think it's just called Village. I think it's just called Village. Village? Yeah. Is it like the, like, uh, yeah, sure. Whatever. It's Resident Evil 8. It's, yeah. it's, it's the end to Chris's story, as they're touting. It looks very Resident Evil 4. And Resident Evil 7 skin. Right, with werewolves. Guess I should get back to 7 again. Or just read about it. I don't seven know. was Maybe good. I, I mean, it, you don't have to play. Chris wasn't. Well, Chris isn't in seven. The main story. Oh well, then perfect. I can skip. I can. Yeah, bring out Resident Evil Eight. Seven was its own contained <laughs> thing. I don't know if they'll allude to any part of seven in this, but it was still a good game to play. I think seven might have just been their attempt at a first-person horror game, which they're doing in this too, which is going to be awesome. Yep, I think they're just going to refine what they did in seven and. This looks like four in first person, essentially. So, which is we'll fine because yeah, Resident Evil Four is really good. So you guys say, as long as they don't have me standing <laughs> still when I have to aim, it'll be fine. Oh man! Yeah, no, I'm looking hilarious. forward to this. I'm I'm surprised. I'm surprised by a lot of the things they showed, but I am surprised they showed this. I I did hear rumors of 
of a village style Resident Evil, and that's why when I started seeing the trailer, I was like, "There's no way they're showing it this quickly." But when did Seven come out? 2017. Yes. About. Oh, okay, so it's been three years, and this will probably be next year. So. All right, and then we had Pragmata. Sweet trailer. Is that the one with the spacesuit in New York City? Yeah. The, yeah. Okay. You thought it was a Kojima game, but it wasn't. Right. Yeah. Well, it's Capcom. So. It was. Uh, yeah, it was very interesting. A lot of that just was crazy, and there was a cat in the trailer. Get all yeah. of those cats. Robot cat. Yep. Uh, and then they closed on a little game called Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, what was Two. the new, What Two. was the new uh, the new catchphrase they gave it? It's, not it's Horizon officially title. called Horizon Two Forbidden West. Forbidden and this is West. also a launch title, Actual. right? No. Oh, I don't think I don't think this had a date either. Oh, I thought I don't it think did. it did. Oh, maybe it did. I don't know. There was there was far too many. Yeah, look it up real quick because yeah, I got to, a lot to say. Uh, I said, "Fuck yeah, boy." And that's yeah, all I'm I had. Sure. Jake, when's that come out? I'm looking. Oh, I thought you'd be done by oh now. Oh my god, give me more than three seconds. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, this looked incredible. Uh, there's I mean, no release date. Yeah, there's it's, no release date. It's got no release date from what I'm told. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, yeah, I hope it's better it's than just, first. No, I hope it's worse than the first. Of course we all want it to be better than the first. That's ridiculous. I, again, it was overhyped for me, the first one. I still liked it, though. I'm looking forward to this one. looks better. Horizon Zero Dawn was probably the cleanest, if not the cleanest, game to come out on the PS4. It ran very well, and it was very good. Um, yeah. So give me more of that and more Lance Reddick, and I'll be happy. Yeah, that was cool. Next up was the reveal of the actual console. We got to see it and all the little accessories and whatnot that came with it. Good fan placement, finally. It's fucking white. I hate it. They will not release that only in white. There's no everybody oh, demands. They better a not. If they, dude, if they release that only in white, I would be so upset. They better have a black version. They'll have some sort of. They'll release one like three months later after everyone's about a white one. Yeah, <laughs> or they'll they be probably a, will. You know what? Since Spider Man's a release title, it'll probably be they'll be a Spider Man version or something like that. Um, yeah, how about we do that one of these fucking red times? How about we how about yeah. we front load one of these fucking generations with a bunch of limited edition consoles right off the jump? So I don't three years <laughs> in go wow, these are some really cool fucking limited yeah. edition consoles that I have no reason to buy because my system works fine. Yeah, I like the design. I. I want to put it on its side because of the way my system or because of my TV stand is set up or my entertainment stand, but I'm not going to. I'll make sure it has room to... It, it looks like it should be standing up with those curves and stuff like that. It looks like that's the way it's... It needs more ports. It, it does more need more USB ports. ports. I'm surprised it only had uh, two. It's nice two. to see... Two, again. Yeah, the USB-C, good. It's the wave of the future, so that's... that's well, it's, very, one, they have, it's one of each. It seemed like they had one regular, one USB-C. Yeah, USB but the fact C. that they have USB-C is important. It's a, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, the, I like the new headset. Uh, I'll probably buy one and replace my golds with it. I like the way that it actually has like a cushion in between the top and the bottom. It definitely looks like they're going Xbox-y, which I guess that's fine. I like the PS4 controller, but... It's going to be a, you know, Xbox controller. Um, I think we all assume somewhere between five and 600. Yeah. 
It won't be less than five hundred. There, there. It won't no be less than way. five. Maybe the digital version will be five hundred. They did a really. Yeah. They did announce that there's a no disc version. Which, to your point, Mike, that you made in the Slack, it's tough in this day and age to don't buy to it. Buy it without it. I'm tempted. I really am. Depending on how much cheaper it is, if it's like fifty dollars, it's not worth it. If it's a hundred or more, it is worth it. At least for me, because I buy ninety percent of my games digitally. I so, sell ninety percent of my games and after that's I fine. beat them. <laughs> you guys are, you guys are doing it that way, and that's fine, and that makes you easy money. Um, but you're right. Realistically, it's probably smarter to go with the drive just in case. Not to mention, it'll be a, my Blu-ray player because I don't own a Blu-ray player, so I need something with a drive. And then what was the other accessory they showed? Oh, the fucking remote and stuff. Which I, should, I mean, camera, it looked baby. like a remote. The camera looked like a camera. camera I mean, those yeah. things were nothing. Did you see the lens on that camera? Ooh, wee! It's HD, it's so it's looked like a gonna lens. Have some stuff. Yeah, yeah it's gonna. Yeah, it looks good. I'm excited. That's it. That was the show. Yeah, that, it blew uh, Xboxes out of the water. I'll say that. I mean, they fucking showed. A shitload. Which is what they so, should have done. They said yeah. straight off the bat, we're not going to talk, we're just going to show. And they did. Yeah. You know, Sony likes funny, to do that. There was a funny theory going around uh, through Twitch chat that the entire thing was built in CG in PS5. Like, even the interviews were because so, everybody looked a little off. It's like, there's there's no way <laughs> all these interviews are CG'd in PS5. Like, you're out of your fucking minds. But, that would great. That would have been hilarious if at the end they're like, by the way, this entire thing was running on the PS5 engine. Um, also, that one game with the flying around and the ability stuff reminded me a lot of the tech demo that they showed for the, um, what was it, a couple weeks ago when they showed the new... The Unreal Engine. Unreal Engine, yeah. Uh, yeah. Didn't it remind you a little bit of that? Which yeah, game? The one where you were jumping from platform to platform with the girl, like the super power girl. In like the big mountainy region. Oh, okay. The project Astri. Yeah, whatever Astra. it was called. I can't. Oh, uh, yeah. Project Astria. Yeah, but like when they initially showed that jumping thing, I was like, oh yeah, this looks like that tech demo. Yeah, I agree. Which usually you don't make a tech demo if it's not something for some sort of game. So. So yeah, PS Five. So we've seen one we've seen it exist it's real it it's like there. a thing now we just need to know how much it costs and when uh when it's coming out i mean actual date, I would assume November. they still like... seemed i mean they they seem to be the you know covid be damned it's coming out this year same with they xbox can't so delay the console i think i mean i mean who knows i i think i think they've both kind of like already gotten ahead of the yeah, we're not going to be too surprised if initial sales are a little soft given the world we're in initial. right now. Which, like, right, exactly. These things are still going to sell, whether it takes an extra year or two longer. They're both going to sell a bajillion consoles. It's, you know, you know what? Gaming ain't going anywhere. I'll do a tinfoil hat theory right now. They showed all those games that don't have dates because they want to show you that, don't worry, down the line, it, we're not releasing everything right away. Down the line, you can buy a PS5 and you'll still get access to these amazing games that are coming out in a few right. years. Right. 
and so, I mean, they maybe, and also I'm sure a lot of them they wanted to hold on to as they get closer to launch to be like, oh yeah, remember all those game those those three or four games we showed you before? Those are all being day one too. I mean, they're not going to give you the launch yeah. day lineup today, right? Like, they're going to tease those out. So hell, they gave I'm us sure, a few games for launch yeah. that are like I'm in right away. If there, I yeah, like buy like launch. I said, there were only three games that had launch well, not counting only. GTA. Right. So there were there was GTA, and then there was Godfall. There Mortal was. Well, oh, no, Mortal, Mortal I'm talking about that was launched, on the show. Right. Yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. So there was there was Godfall. There was that uh, space space game whose name I can't remember. And um, well, it's Spider Man, Spider Man Two. So currently we have three confirmed launch titles for the PS5. I mean, hell, I mean they didn't even put a date on Gran Turismo Seven. That's so, true. I mean, no, but also to be fair, any games that are still coming out for like like Tsushima and stuff, you could just pop that into the PS5. Well, that there you go, even more of an incentive to buy a disc drive because if you get Tsushima physically, you'll want to be able to install it. Right. I, I and, think and that's and yeah, the way we to didn't go hear with the anything about because any of that. All those games physically. Yeah, we. I mean, this was obviously just a here's all our first party shit. We'll yeah. get into the tech of the console. I'm sure. I mean, fuck, if they want to launch in holiday, I got to imagine they got to announce the price within the next month. Like, yeah, I don't think, I don't, I, I can't see us going into August without having a confirmed date and price. Like, pre orders got to open up soon. Probably so, the next month. Yeah, I would imagine that we're going to get a probably small showcase of just like, here's the console, here's all the ports on it, here's all the hard numbers. It costs this much, it releases this day. You can pre order right now. Go, go, go. So I'm, I'm assuming that's what we're going to hear from Sony next. And yeah, it'll probably be within the next four weeks. It would surprise me if it went any, you know, four to six weeks. It would greatly surprise me if it took them longer to uh, get that info they out. They have to, to us. give people the time to build up, especially with not having jobs and stuff like that. Yeah. Right? I mean, and you know, I mean, it's, I mean, all these cons, I mean, this is the furthest we've ever, this is the closest we've ever been to a console launch without the ability to pre-order a console. Like this it was usually always like, right. Obviously, everything you know, everything got thrown into the blender this year. But you know, before it was just like, okay, they announced PS4 in February, and you can pre-order it then. So you had nine months to pre-order. Now we're down to five. If, assuming it comes out in November, five realistically, months if away. COVID and and everything hadn't happened, we probably would have gotten the announcement in March or April. Yeah, um, maybe maybe a month sooner, but. We're living in a day and age now where they announce a game the same day as they release it. So, like, it wouldn't... Yes, it would surprise me, but at the same time, it wouldn't surprise me if they announced the price in, like, September and we're like, yeah, it's coming out in November. Here you go, start yeah. pre-ordering now. Like, and it just... Nothing surprises me anymore. Like, I... It right. just... I, I don't... It, nothing surprises me. Too much has happened this year to not... Mm-hmm. It just... Nothing surprises me. Also, I think this this kind of helps them in the sense of if numbers are soft, you know, if availability is not as much, it'd be like, well, you know, it's, you know, we don't want to give people seven months of complaining about not being able to pre-order something. Right. No, now it's just like, okay, it's three months. All right. They're in stores, whatever. If you can get one, you can get one. I would think availability shouldn't be as much of an issue this time around as it was for PS4. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's going to ever be like we levels of bad again, or like, you know, it's very rare. I mean, I didn't pre-order a PS4, and I got one a month after it came out. Same. Like mine was a month, three weeks or a month yeah. after was it mine, and it, I didn't pre-order. Yeah, they're usually pretty I'll good. I'll probably about, pre-order this one though. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, there's no, there's no reason not to. I mean, if just a guarantee, I'll get it right, yeah. right off the jump. So. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's all the news and uh, stuff there is to tell about PS5 this week. Uh, thank you all for listening. We of course will be back next week with another episode. Jake, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and Twitch at Fet the Assassin. Ben, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and Twitch at the Leroy OG. And you can find me on Twitter at Just Survive on Twitch at the Just Survive. You can follow the show. On Twitter at NWMPod. You can also go to our website at NWMPod.com, which has links to all of our contact info, links to all of our past episodes, and, of course, you can subscribe to our show there on iTunes, on Google Play Music, on Stitcher Radio, on Spotify, or your podcast app of choice, in which we always say go and write us a review and let us know what you think of the show because each and every week we thank you for listening. And until next time, take care. See you. Bye.